You're a boomer. <laughs> You're a boomer. Okay, maybe I'm a boomer. Shit. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. Just going from like to like the C the C students. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning into the next episode. This is Ray and Long, and we are the C students. We're gonna be talking about internet culture. All right, let's do it. So tell me a little bit about the your your first experiences with the logging on to the internet. Dude, my first experience with the internet was like AOL, man. AOL? Yeah, I remember going like, um, it's called Price School back then. It wasn't even Costco. And then you, you pack up those, uh, you pick up those pack of CDs, right? Yeah, yeah. And I beg my parents to buy. And then like from those free CDs, they're like AOL CDs. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's actually like uh, minutes on your phone back in the day. You have minutes on the internet. Oh that, shit! I forgot. Uh, got it. it for free, man. I, I forgot <laughs> there was that a time limit. Granted, on that. yes, there was. And then, like, you got to plug in your phone onto the fifty-six k modem to hear, like, you know, like dubstep, like transformer shit, and then, yeah, yeah. And then it connects, right? Yeah. After like thirty minutes, and then you're finally online. And then there's a little countdown. There's a little timer. That says how long you can stay online until you run out of minutes and then you have to log off or kicks you out actually. Oh man, dude, dude, dude I remember um, if once you're logged onto the internet, uh, especially the 56k one, and then like you receive a call or your your mom makes dude, a call. Dude, I hate that man. <laughs> Someone freaking calls and then you get disconnected. Yep. Yeah. So like, uh, that that naked picture that I'm downloading just like, goes halfway. No, I'm just kidding. Not even halfway, like a third <laughs> way, man. Someone makes a call and then it corrupts. <laughs> yeah. That and getting warned. You remember the warn button, the little thunderbolt? You get warned like 95% and then uh, none of your friends can see you or something like that? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? That's like a warn feature, dude. On which the... S- AOL. No. Nah. That was a thing, dude. It's like... I don't okay, remember ever getting warned. You you add people, right, to like your friends list and then like if you didn't like someone... You just warn them, and then they'll give a pop up saying you got warned. And then if when you reach like ninety five, ninety nine percent or something, like you you can't type uh-huh. or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, we used to like do that just to fuck with people. <laughs> Either I didn't use that, or I didn't even know how to use that. But I, I never seen that warning. Dude, the Thunderbolt, there. man. Uh, I gotta show you later. But yeah. But this What's is on, on AOL, American Online. Yeah, that's AOL. Yeah. And with the with the messenger, yep, aim. Okay. What 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 was your uh, screen name on aim? You know what it is. A lot of X's in there because everybody liked the X's. <laughs> do you do you remember what it was? Uh, this like, is like something, something, something like, baby boy. <laughs> something baby boy with like dragons and numbers. Like uh, <laughs> there's a lot of eights in there with like a couple of X's. Oh yeah, yeah the small X and the big X, like shit like that. I had it too. Yeah. Mine was um X X Super Saiyan Viet. Okay, X, yeah. X. That, that sounds that sounds very generic. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then your your profile picture back in the day, what was the icon? And I bet you your icon was either a Dragon Ball character or something you saw from Zoomies. It's like an auto tuner car fixed up with little little dragons and thunderbolts on the back and shit. I didn't have a profile pic. Yeah, but if you were that's what it would been. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, dude. I, I remember um on my on my aim, yeah. I would put like the script for clicks. So whoever were to click 
on my aim profile uh-huh. it tells me their their screen name and it tells me the amount of times they clicked on it uh-huh. So I saw like a list of people that that checked out my profile, and that's how I knew who liked me and who didn't. What I didn't know you could do that back then. Wow. Hey man, you, you gotta play smart. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying like it's basically like an ad tracker, right? They, they track your clicks, and yeah. this was a script back in the day. Yeah, that did that. Yeah. Oh shit. That, that, that's that's what I did. Damn, you advanced, dude. When was this? Like elementary school, middle school? No, I think it was like high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, like, you did that in elementary school. I'm really impressed. Holy no, shit, dude. No, hell no, dude. I wasn't doing that in elementary school. I was like, damn. What, what, were you doing shooting, like, C student <laughs> podcasts, right? Like, you should be doing something else. No, I was doing something else in <laughs> elementary school. Yeah, but anyways. That's crazy, man. But well, 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 uh, just to give some context for uh, our, our our listeners, uh-huh. Um, what era was this? Like around which year? The nineties and early two thousands, dude. Just, okay, just, late nineties, early two thousands is when like, all of this. Even like the early, yeah, yeah, mid, mid, mid nineties, like to the two thousands. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was about AIM, AOL. You know, like you had to get CDs for your internet minutes, uh-huh. right? There was this thing called Blue Light. Right, and then um, if you didn't have blue light, you had like Net Zero. You had Net Zero and AOL. I had, like one Earth, of I had Earthlink. Earthlink too. If you're like a hipster, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hipster. Yeah, but anyways, like it's like CDs that contain Internet minutes, right? Uh-huh. Like a free trial, and then that's that's how you would get online. Right. Using like a your telephone line to your like Internet modem. Yeah, man, times were tough back in the day. It was, dude. So you, what I use mainly use. Uh, the 56k internet internet for uh-huh. back in the days was mostly aside from like chatting uh-huh. uh it was just mostly to download games uh-huh. and and hacks of yeah. games and, che- and look up cheats because that's what what i used the computer for i just played games i didn't have a console um you know my parents wouldn't buy me anything like that so i knew how to download games you ever try to download porn <laughs> dude absolutely <laughs> dude, you know you know back in the day right like antiviruses were non-existent it's like the moment you get infected it's game over dude i i, I didn't know that the computer was infected but I, I saw the blue screen of death a few times it reset it out of nowhere Your icons are changing and shit it, it started making this beep sound beep 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 dude i remember like during like our childhood right like windows it's like pre-Mac times, right? Because like you broke and then you everybody uses Windows. Uh-huh. Richie got a Mac, but everybody used Windows, right? And then XP had this virus where if you get infected, I'll shut down your computer and there's like a countdown. And it got so bad that literally everybody who used like the Windows XP got that virus at one point in time. Uh-huh. And then like it's all over the news for like months. Was it was it those uh, Trojan horse worms? Something like that, yeah. It was I don't know if it's a worm or tro- it's it's some sort of backdoor you know, vulnerability, but it's like it's crazy. I had a compact presario that had compact presario. Dude, that, compact that was, is not even around nowadays, man. <laughs> it, well, yeah, that's what I had. It was running XP, and sure enough, my computer was shutting down all the time. Just <laughs> <laughs> got downloaded too much porn on fifty six k. That's what he did. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know why. It's just like I'm playing games and like every 15 minutes, it was just restart. It was like a flasher counting down and shit. <laughs> yeah, it sucked, yeah. dude. But that's, that's, I just kept it like that. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. 
We didn't know, we didn't know how to like reformat our computers and all that nope. stuff. It's I just, just like, I just no. kept it like oh well. you just deal with it. It's like going online on AOL and then like someone calls you and shit. You just fucking get disconnected. It's like damn it, mom, <laughs> get off the fucking phone. Uh, you just deal with it and then like, you reconnect. You know, you try to connect. It makes that crazy like sound. Yeah. For like twenty minutes and then you you know you just go outside, grab the mail, come down, sit down, drink some tea, and then just wait. <laughs> that was like normal, man. Hey, that's crazy. You, you drank tea when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah, I drank tea. You didn't drink tea? No, I drank orange juice. <laughs> soda too, but I drank tea too. I, was, I wasn't allowed to drink soda. Oh, uh, okay. It was just orange juice because that was all we had. Like Sunny D and shit, right? Yeah. Which, cool. which is probably like just as bad as soda. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy times, man. So like, all right, dude. I know you did your homework, right? Uh-huh. So like we're, we're talking internet before, internet now. Like school me on internet before how it was growing up and how it is now oh, okay all right so one of the first recorded instances of the internet was actually back in the 60s and the u.s government made a prototype of internet the reason why they made the internet and by the way it's not called the internet back then it was called the ARPANET. Uh-huh. um they had a bunch of computers mm-hmm. really humongous computers in these rooms they needed to find a way to connect all these computers to talk amongst each other. Uh-huh. And they made a protocol through that. And this is way back in the 60s before what we see as computers today. No, no. It's just humongous machines. Dude, the, the 60s till now, dude. How many years is that, man? <laughs> I'm not good at math, so, but I know it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, so bad at math. Like, 50 <laughs> years, we're bad Asians, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so that was the first instance of the internet uh-huh. uh fast forward into uh, about 20 30 years after that mm-hmm. into the late 80s um mm-hmm. this is going to be in the cern facility so in cern it's a bunch of scientists getting together cern that's like conspiracy theory shit i'm interested go ahead right it, it might kind of play off of that but uh-huh. th- this is just a it's, you know it's a world organization uh-huh. And scientists from all over the world, different countries getting together mm-hmm. in one place to figure out, you know, science stuff. But the thing is, back in the 80s, um, they had a system to do this in one place. But, however, they still ran into issues with their computers communicating because what happened was each one of the scientists had to bring their own computers. It wasn't like it was all supplied. Like they were bringing it from physically from their own country mm-hmm. to the facility. So all these computers had to connect to each other, but they all ran different, you know, systems. How are you gonna like the big ass mainframe fucking like whole entire fucking like room full of just computers? Yes, but all different computers. It's not yeah. running on one system, it's not running on one it's like millions of dollars and then it's like yeah. two megabytes. Yes. <laughs> how they all going to communicate each other, how they're going to share. They are, the scientists speak the same language of science, mm-hmm. but they speak different languages. Yeah. So uh, one of these dudes, his name is Tim Berners, from, guy from England. Okay. Um, he figured out, and he's also a scientist at CERN, he, uh-huh. there was an issue and he figured out how to connect these uh, computers that run different systems together uh-huh. and he made a protocol tcp ip oh shit as as and the still, internet yeah the internet 
We still use that today. Yep. To this very day. To this very TikTok, day. TikTok, Facebook, everything, TCIP, baby. So he made that. And um, through that protocol, he made the first website, a www dot website. And that's a certain website. So you know what www stands for? Pop quiz. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it stand for World Wide Web? And you are correct, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like a trick question or something. Like, why no, would man, you? No, straightforward, dude. Okay, cool, cool. All right, I'm smart in that. Yeah, uh, go ahead. All right, it stands for World Wide Web. That guy created that. And side note, he was also happened to be the first dude to upload the first picture on the internet. Like the first, first, first picture. picture before photo bucket or anything else. He also created like pre Google images yeah. first, like the first JPEG or like what are we talking about? I don't know which format. I know all uh-huh. I know is, is, is the first picture and the story goes, um, that's like pre Microsoft paint. Yeah. Pre, pre, before anything. Dude, I could turn that to NFT. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, get wait. to that later. But anyways, actually, I, I believe uh-huh. he, uh, eventually did sell that as an NFT. It's funny that you say that. Uh huh. Did you know about this? Or? No, but I know that everybody is like trying to turn anything that can make money into an NFT. Right. Right. Like the first Twitter post, right? Jack Dorsey type of thing. Uh huh. But anyways, let's, let's go back. We're, we're jumping a few steps, right? Okay. We're, we're like in the 80s right now. We're, right we're right in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Like, like TCIP 1993, like type of stuff, right? Like right. this is like old, old school stuff. Old school. So it started yeah. out with the military using it. Huh. And then. Now in the 80s, we're in the 80s now, uh-huh. and a bunch of nerds, sorry, scientists, are using this. You say nerds because nerds run the world. It's okay. They do. Uh-huh. They're cool now. Back then, they weren't cool. They've been cool, but, you know, it's just more mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a bunch of scientists were using it. This is before uh-huh. anyone was using this internet for games or, you know, anything. Amazon. Amazon. Or whatever, or, right? Okay. You know. Now let's fast forward to uh, the later stages of it, almost like today, where what do we use it for today? So back uh-huh. then, they used it to communicate amongst each other and to share information because they didn't speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of data that they collected amongst scientists, right? It's almost very similar today. We're not scientists, but we do share data. Uh-huh. We do communicate with other people around the world that don't speak english like ourselves yeah because we had google translate yeah so you we could say and we could communicate anything to anyone send any picture and they will understand because it translates it for us and that's the internet yeah it's, it's crazy because like all this tech and all this shit that like developed right and then you just kind of expect it like like, I remember um, back before, like, Facebook, like, you'll post a different language, and then it's just a bunch of, like, gibberish, right? You don't understand. But, uh-huh. but like, after a couple of years, right, there's literally a C translation button where you literally click it, and it translates the different language to the best of its ability, right? To English or whatever, whatever language you understand. That's fucking crazy to me, dude. Dude, that was, that was insane. Right? And then it doesn't, it doesn't do it 100% accurate but it's enough where another person even if it's like 60 or 70 percent man it's like dude you go from zero i don't know what the fuck you're talking about to okay i have a general idea right it's like people take that shit for granted right it's it's crazy 
yeah, it's almost like you don't really have to quite learn the other language so much because you have technology, you know, in the palm of your hands just doing this for you. Yeah, that's a bad thing too, right? With the tech thing, because like, okay, you know, math is the basic example, right? Uh-huh. It's like, you know, you know, you eat at a restaurant and then the bill comes and you're expected to tip 18, 20%, 25%, and you, you can't do the math in your head. You're so like, instinctively like oh like the subconsciously programmed right just to pull up your iphone and just fucking pull up the college carrier at we are dependent upon it but i don't really see a problem with that because i think technology exists to make our life easier yeah. and it has become easier yeah it has but then like th- think about the language thing dude it's like okay you you travel to i don't know as you travel to europe right like oh. germany right because okay. you, you like bmws right yeah it's like um, before the only way you can communicate with someone in Germany is you actually have to learn German. Now you literally can go to Germany, pop out your iPhone, and then you scan some sign with like Google Lens, right? Uh-huh. Or, uh, I think uh, Google Lens turn and Google Translate. You just scan it, and then it'll tell you some brief translation in English what that sign actually means. It's not hundred percent, but it's it's better than nothing. Oh yeah. Right. I, so, I, so imagine like in the future, like 20, 30 years from now, right? When everything picks up and then you can translate that same sign, like one to one in English. All right. Well, would you feel obligated to learn that language after that point? Hell no. Because <laughs> it's easy. Why, why right? would I want to learn that language? I, I think like in the future, if anything, it'll do it in real time. You there's don't a, need to do that anymore. It's true. And then there's a balance to that, man. It's like you rely on tech, right? to a certain degree but after some point when you just keep using it and abusing it like you just don't do it yourself it's like basic math right basic math tipping or whatever like what's 18 18 percent of like 100 is 18 dollars right yeah but then what's like 18 percent of like 523 dollars or something but you can't do it on your head dude you just go 18 times 5. Yeah, we're C students. We can't do it in our head, dude. Oh, okay. Like, you know, pull out your fucking <laughs> iPhone and shit. Sure. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like before people could do it in their head, right? And then you just practice it. And after it's like a skill, right? It's like you put in reps at the gym and then you just intuitively, you get better at it and you do it. Uh-huh. Right? The language thing too. It's like you go to a different country. You want to learn about the, the culture, the language and everything else. But then like if it's at the tip of a iPhone app, in the future, that is, right? Right now, it's like, it's nice having somewhat of a translation you can somewhat understand. But, like, in the future, it'll be, like, one-to-one where you can, like, bypass all that. Are people really going to go the extra mile just to learn the language? Because learning a language, unless you're, like, a savant genius, right? It's going to take the average person, what, six months, a year, right? To get, like, basic, basic stuff down and up to a couple of years to actually get somewhat proficient at it. Yeah, you won't really be fluent unless you yeah. just use it every day. Yeah, it's like the, the practice thing, right? Like the 10,000 hour thing we we're talking about the like one of the previous episodes, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't need 10,000 hours to learn Germany for or German in this example, right? But you at least need 20 hours to learn the basic language mm-hmm. on how to, I don't know, just call a cab, call Uber, you know, go from point A to point B. Right, it's, right? It's, it's, but like if the iPhone takes care of that, it's like if it's like the new Rosetta Stone, where it's like crazier, right? Real time translation type of thing. Would you bother learning the language at that point? 
that that's another thing too, right? When tech goes too far and then it does the thing it's too for convenient. You, it's too convenient, right? It's like eating a sandwich. You don't need to chew. <laughs> so it chews is, for you. So are you trying to get at because it's too convenient that it takes away from the appreciation of cultures per se? And that's just one example. That's that's one way to think about it, yeah, I guess. But it's like the the common debate about tech, right? It's kind of like, oh, technology is going to like consume us. It's going to take over us, right? And then there's like two sides to it, right? Like one side, it's like, oh, it's going to be dystopia. Everybody's just going to like be surrogate and all this stuff. Uh-huh. You live in VR, Ready Player One stuff. And then the other side, it's like utopia. It's going to make our life better and all that stuff, right? Where do you feel you stand on that? Um. Where I stand on it is I definitely think that it's more pros than cons as of right now. Okay. Like, we're definitely benefiting more from the internet Uh and the availability of data and Mm -hmm. information right now. Because it's not to the point where um, our lives is, like, you know, directly affected by the the internet where we can't function as normal people. To a certain degree, it is, though, right? Think about it. The common example is like identity theft. Someone sold your fucking identity, dude. dude. Okay, like yeah. You can't go in your bank account. You fucking can't log into your social media, right? They have your fucking email address, which is your recovery password for pretty much like almost everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then if they somehow took your fucking SIM card number and then they took your number, like it's going to be a pain in the ass for you to get everything back. So it does affect you to some extent. We're, we're not at the point where you you can't like you know, go to Target and you can't buy anything because you don't have your ID on you or something like that, right? Right. Like some big brother dystopia feature, anything like that. It's We're not there, but it's starting to affect you, right? Yeah. No, I, could, I could see that. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the downsides of uh, the advancement of technology and the internet is as much as it helps us that I think so far, there's going to be new crimes Along uh-huh. with that technology, like before it was just like real crimes, like real life crimes, like they had yeah. to actually rob you physically in order to steal from you, uh-huh. right? But now they don't even have to be in your continent to steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, man. <laughs> so that's the downsides of technology and, and, and the speed and the rapid you know, growth of the internet is there's new crimes happening every day and, they, and the criminals will find ways really... Um, you know, art, really artistic, out-of-the-box ways to just commit crimes against you. Because it's like a digital footprint, right? Uh-huh. It's like um, we gone to the point as like a society, just like in general, where if you go about your day-to-day, you feel like you have to post, right? You don't have to post, but like eventually you are going to post something on social media, right? And that leaves like a digital footprint. Yeah. And then when if someone on the other side, right, they don't know who you are, but they need a bunch of bank accounts because they're like, they just want to make money, right? And they just purchase this on the dark web or something. Uh-huh. Your information is like free flowing everywhere, right? There's like a digital footprint of you taking a picture at brunch, I don't know, at this time and date. There's a timestamp with that, right? Right. And then sometimes like people don't think about it. Like when you take a picture, like one a picture says a thousand words, right? Uh-huh. But like, do you run that to a program? You can find a lot of shit in the fucking like picture. You can. Dude, you can like think about it, right? You can fucking do deep fake stuff. You could grab someone's like face and then you post it on somewhere else, right? Make fake videos on it. 
Like if someone is doing like a high five peace sign symbol, you can literally zoom in because our fucking iPhone cameras are amazing. You can pick up uh-huh. the thumbprint literally in HD and reverse engineering. You can use it for biometric stuff. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it could be greatly manipulated really easily. Um, Super, man. It's like uh, catfishing wasn't like a thing like 20 years ago, right? But nowadays it's like it's common oh, in yeah. like the dating scene, dude. Definitely. Yeah, so what, what, do you, what do you gotta say about that? Like, you know, just the investment in technology, right? So the pros and cons to it, like, you feel like it's more of a pro or more of a con? Oh, like, like I was saying before, I, I, at this moment in time, 2022, it's definitely more a pro than a con. I don't think we reached the apex where technology has really encompassed everything in our life and we can't function without technology and and the internet because yeah we are connected to the internet we have everyone has profiles or whatever but you can still live away from the internet Uh you could still do activities without having to log on to pay for something because we still have a cash system we we could still go wherever we need to go without the internet as, as long as you know where it is yep right but perhaps for the future i think where it's going to be cutting into our freedom and lives is when there's an overreach where we have to be logged onto the internet 24 seven in order to be tracked in order to pay for something in order to travel anywhere. That's where I think it becomes uh, like a diminishing returns of technology. And that's like cyberpunk shit. Okay. So let, let's just, uh, let's just ask a scenario, right? In this case, so you you know like tech is just like growing fucking warp speed, right? Yeah. It's like ARPANET to like the early nineties and then it's like, oh, like the internet is like globally recognized now, right? Everybody's uh-huh. starting to use it, right? From uh I did the math from that. Ninety three to twenty twenty three, which would be next year. Mm-hmm. That'd be thirty years from now, right? And then you go from A AOL CDs to what we're dealing with now, and then in another thirty years. Like, are we going to reach that apex part where it starts affecting your lives? Because yeah. in 30 years, man, like, think about it, right? Steve Jobs, iPhone, right? Amazon, e-com, Facebook, Instagram, bam, TikTok, COVID, everything, right? And accelerate everything. And then Bitcoin, digital currency, all, all that crazy shit. Uh-huh. It's like, that just happened in 30 years, right? So if you go into reverse from 93 back to fucking, I don't know, 63, right? You try to explain someone all the shit that's gonna happen in '93, they think you're fucking crazy, and then in 2023, they won't understand like portable phones. Like, what are we talking about? Like, phones are tied to the pole, to the telephone line, right? You call operator. Right. Think about it. From now, next year, till fucking 30 years from that point, right? From 2023 to plus 30, what, like 2053, right? Are we gonna reach the apex? What do you think? I think I think we are going to reach the apex, and then it's going to start affecting your life, right? Yeah, rather quickly. Fucking crazy to me, um, because it's somewhat already happening now. Not as much, you know, as as everything. Yeah, but the privacy is being less and less because as internet gets quicker, yeah, more people use it, more usage around the world, and and mind you, not every single person around the world has access to the internet just yet. That number is shrinking every day. Yeah. That, that conversation 10 years ago, yes, I agree with you. But like nowadays, like cell phones and everything, it's like, it's globally populated, man. It's like, more and more, it's more and more. But like to 
to the speed that we have today, besides aside from, from from the first world nations, uh-huh. um, the rest of the world still pretty much has to catch up. But Even third world, man, I think third world has cell phones, dude. Oh, they have it. Yeah, and they have internet, and then that's when you can you know do things with it, right? All right, but I'm saying to the point where everyone's pretty much caught up, and it's not going to be like about uh, whether they have internet. Internet's already there. The speed's already there. Uh-huh. That's when everything is happening so quick, like data transfers so quick uh-huh. that it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. Um, you don't have privacy. Yeah. Right. And like I said, that's that's when it starts to be a negative effect on your your uh, quality of life. Negative effect or like your whole fucking life, not even quality of life, your life period. Your your whole that, life right? period. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 then but then again, by that time, perhaps people wouldn't really care because they're so accustomed to it. like what's privacy like this is normal, you know, and it's okay. That's a crazy thing, man. It's you like, know, you, if you're, you're born into it, you won't know. You won't know. You're gonna you're activated. You like, hey, look, what's privacy like? That's such such an old thing. We don't need, we don't need privacy. Like, what do I have to hide, right? Uh-huh. Maybe the older generation, like us, and like the boomers, is like, oh no, no, I don't want anyone to know what I'm up to. At any time, I don't have social media for that very reason. Uh-huh. I want to keep my life private for whatever reason. So, so did you know the crazy part about that is like when you compare Western modern society to Eastern modern society, like particularly Southeast Asian, right? Because we're fucking Asian, right? Uh-huh. That you know the thought process about privacy is complete, like one eighty, right? Like the the privacy thought process in Western society, let's just say, like in the U.S., right? Uh huh. It's um, freedom of speech. I do whatever the fuck I want, right? I should be able to opt out if Amazon decides to track me. Uh-huh. Like on my iPhone, Apple has that feature, right? Where you click it, privacy, anonymous IP, whatever I do. I don't want to get personalized ads, whatever. I don't want cookies. Yeah, want anything. all that stuff, right? Digital footprint. Yeah. You know, we're starting to make a little bit of progress in that area. And on the flip side, unlike Eastern Base countries, right? We're just going to particularly talk about Southeast Asia, right? The um, common thought process is why do you need to be private? If you're not doing any shady, what do you need to hide? It's completely 180, dude. It, you know, that shifts the, the, the paradigm, right? Yeah. It, it goes from one, like teenage kid in the room, like my parents don't trust me, right? But I have the right to close my door. Versus the flip side <laughs> is you're in the room and like I got nothing to hide. I'm going to keep the door open. You right. can pop in wherever you want. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's such a like uh like a like a mind flip, dude. And then you know, when you take a step back, when you look at it, you're like, holy shit! There's like different ways to spin this thing. It's crazy. Yeah, but I think it's more of a cultural thing. Yeah, it is definitely a cultural thing. Because like, like, over here we're, or in Western countries, it's more about the individual, uh-huh. and in Eastern countries, it's more about the collective. Yeah. So the, you don't think about just yourself. You think about what's best for everyone. And Southeast Asian, West Eastern, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to generalize because like Eastern Europe's different, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. different. Yeah, it's different parts. But uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's like um, privacy. I think, in my opinion, right? It's uh, it's underplayed. And then I agree with you. In the next thirty years, if people sweep it under the rug, they don't really think about it. It's going to be too late to a point where you can't. You're gonna be kick flipping tables, right? It's gonna be like monitoring state Big Brother stuff. Yeah. Not not to that extreme, but it can get that bad if you don't start doing anything now. They're not gonna have a say. And then the sad part is you can 
by that time, you're going to be like an older person to society where the younger kids, yeah, right? Like Generation Alpha and like Beta, whatever you decide to call them. You got to look up and be like, what's the matter, Boomer? This is the way it is. <laughs> what's the matter, old head? Right, right. Like, like, why are you complaining crazy. about this little thing? Like, So that's why I like that privacy issue. It's, it's not an issue until it's an issue, right? Yeah. And then by the time you realize the issue is too late, right? And it's happening every day. All these acts and everything else, more and more digital footprint, right? We're fucking gonna go to like Web3 metaverse, like in the next 10, 20, 30 years, like full, full on, like how we're using iPhones. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then in that time, someone needs to fucking, we actually collectively need to care about privacy and like digital footprint and things that never mattered. 10, 20, 30 years ago, uh-huh. but will matter in the next 10, 5, 10, 20, 30 years. And, hof- and hopefully there is some type of um, agency that's formed out of that to protect the users or to protect people. Because it can't just be one, you know, one way where the corporations have all the freedom to collect your data anywhere. You don't really, you don't have to sign the, the UELA anymore. It's just, that's, that's what it is. As soon as you make a purchase, you relinquish all your rights. No. Hopefully by that time, there has to be some type of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, body of governance to protect that. Right? I hope so. But I hope it's not the form of governance we have today that we see, right? Because like, as like tech and society evolves, like the model, how we have it now, don't get me wrong. I mean, like our, our government do a lot of good things, right? But then they, they, they fucking fuck up a lot of things too. Uh-huh. Right? And then the model needs to evolve as society progresses with tech and everything oh, else. Yeah. The government fucks up so much thing only because they're such behind the curve. It's not just behind the curve, man. There's like, you know, let's be real. There's like personal agenda and there are parties pushing this with money and a lot of staked interest in this, right? And then there's why certain that's the reason why certain laws and certain like regulations get passed over others, right? Uh-huh. And then you have like privacy acts and all these bills that get passed, but they get thrown to the sideline. They get side skirt and the general person, like, come on. Are, are we going to care about privacy or are we going to care about like TikTok and like the next app and this and that? You get distracted over the things. Those are the distractions. It is. It's like, but then uh, at the same time, like, do that. That's fine. But also pay attention to the thing that's going to happen in the near future. Mm hmm. I mean, you have niece and you know nephews. What do yeah. they use it for? What do you see? TikTok, TikTok, and TikTok. Or they'll be downloading like these these apps and games, and and then charging it on their, you know, their their parents' credit card. That's like ten years ago, man. Like, you get what the times, dude. It's like all TikTok and shit. It's all like content creation and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the i the the kid with the iPhone, like. In app purchase with the parents account or whatever. That's like five, ten years ago, man. That was a long time. <laughs> it's like a boomer stuff. You're a boomer. <laughs> You're a boomer. Probably, maybe I'm a boomer. Shit. Anyways, yeah. yeah it's so crazy, man. Just going from like to like TikTok. Yeah. And, then, and, and like back then, you had to log on to the internet. Today, you're always connected. And we take that shit for granted. You're always connected, dude. Yeah. 
Well, right? unless your internet drops. Your internet drops. There's like some repair, and then it comes back the next morning or something, right? Yeah, or you just like reset the the modem, and you'd be back in about a couple minutes. Yeah. Whereas back then, it's like if you're off, you got to do the whole thing all over. And then you go like I don't know, like go bash your old computer, and then you pray to computer gods that your internet comes back or some shit. Yeah. Right. You fucking like breaking your AOL CDs, lighting a fire, chanting. Dude. You get your your fucking like your fifty six k modem to turn back on. It's rough times, man. You go from that to like fucking five G. It's like, dude, does not compute. It's not in day. Yeah. So what do you use the internet mainly for today? Everything, man. A to Z, internet is life. Like you know, before, like okay, like so, like we recently moved, right? Uh huh. And then yeah, you know, one of the biggest dilemma for people that normally move, it's the utilities, right? Uh-huh. And then they never have internet. You always got to wait until like the tech comes out to fucking like do your DSL thing, cable, fiber, whatever it is, right? Okay. Before we move, I made sure the internet was on for like two months. I paid that premium. So the internet was already here before you, anyone was Oh, there. for damn sure. I fucking set everything up. I was ready uh-huh. before I even moved in because like internet is like part of your life, man. So the internet is, is a necessary utility today. It's fucking so necessary, dude. It's just like water or it's gas. It's like fucking working, right? You got VPN to your work, uh-huh. right? You got to check your fucking emails. You got to shop on fucking Amazon. Social media has a plus minus, right? Like some people use it, some people don't. Right. Right? You pay fucking, your bills. Right? Yeah, right recording this fucking podcast, right? That's a necessary thing. Yeah. It's just like things like that. It's like necessary, dude. Register for the DMV. Yeah. Your internet. Some people, you got like two or three internets. Sounds crazy to the average person. Why the hell would you do that, right? Uh-huh. But like when your livelihood depends on it, you're going to have like a backup line. Like stock traders, uh-huh. crypto traders, right? Okay, so you know, you're swing trading, you're doing these crazy trades, right? You think they're just running one line? Fuck no, dude. dude they got like oh, you... a backup internet line and they got a hotspot oh, yeah, on the that, side. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Come on, man. Internet's like essential. Don't want to miss out on that yeah. because like that's that's what it runs on. You can, you can live, live without, without internet, internet, but you don't. But you don't live. None of us live without internet. Jinx. Without internet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't live without internet. It's like it's, it, it's a way of life today. It's yeah. it's like so fucking like ingrained yeah. into our culture, right? Like fifty fifty, you can get away with it ish. Uh-huh. Right? Like our parents, like older Asian generation, stubborn. We don't fucking like internet. I still like to get my mail, not right. email type of stuff. Uh-huh. It's fine. But next like 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, good luck. Can't fight it, man. You can't. And if you have a phone, you have, you're carrying the web and the internet with you inside your pocket. Yeah. Th- think about landlines, man. Landline phones were like every household had, had one, right? Back uh-huh. then. Nowadays it's like, who the fuck has a landline? You could, Everybody you, has a fucking cell phone, dude. You could cancel your landline and just, just use just use your, your phone. Yeah, everybody has a cell phone. No one has a landline. It's like yeah. not convenient. You can't fucking take that shit, right? It's like stuck at home. Right. It's like an iPhone. Well, I guess one way it would be convenient is when everything goes down and then the, except for the landline. Then, yeah. But that's like worst case emergency scenario. Very, very unlikely. Yep. So like, all right, so we're talking about World Wide Web, right? Do you know the term that they um, talk about? It's all over the media, right? Like Web 3 this, Web 3 that. It's like, boom. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that being uh, thrown around before. 
But what what exactly is Web three versus? I'm assuming before that Web two and then Web one, one, pretty much. Yeah, dude, like all this shit is just made up like marketing terms, right? Okay. Because like um, like Web three is the latest and greatest tech, right? Everybody wants to be part of it because it's the revolution, it's the decentralization, is Bitcoin, uh-huh. isn't that right? Sounds good on paper, but it's just like the next new thing. That where we're moving on to as tech, right? So like Web One, it's our AOL CDs, right? Yeah. We're like our Net Zero things. You know, around Netscape, yeah, that's like Web One, right? For our younger viewers, you you probably don't know what Netscape is, man. <laughs> that's like pre Google Chrome, man. Like times ten. <laughs> like that's like ancient history shit. This is when browsers used to send CDs. To this you- is when people used to use. Internet Explorer. <laughs> that was revolutionary. Hey, I still use Internet Explorer. It's called Edge. Dude, <laughs> you're, you're like a hipster, man. No no one uses Edge. Everybody uses Chrome or Safari. Dude, it's the best browser ever. No, uh, no. <laughs> that is horrible, man. <laughs> I, th- I think it's the best browser ever. Yeah, that's Web 1. And then Web 2 is Facebook, Instagram, social media, right? All that fun and dandy stuff. And then you move on to Web3, and then you get Bitcoin, Ethereum, NFTs, DeFi, DAOs, decentralization, uh-huh. all that fun stuff. And that's like the linear progression, right? If you think about like 10 years ago, the, the big buzzword was cloud computing. Oh, everything's fucking in the cloud. Right. That's like the future. That's just fucking like investing cloud because that's the thing. Like that's that in 2022. That's Web3. Oh, okay. And then now we're already there with the cloud. Like everything's on the cloud. You save your stuff in the cloud. A whole whole computer, um, no, a whole company systems. Yep. Just run on the cloud, so you don't need to like just have it on your own mainframe at the office. Yeah. So like Web two, basically, if you think about it, like um, cloud computing is just part of Web two, right? It's uh-huh. still like a subdivision of it. Right. Right. Web three is just a new paradigm. It's like going from ALCDs to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh huh. Right, and now we're gonna go Facebook, Instagram, TikTok to like Bitcoin, their metaverse, DAOs, yeah, DeFi, NFTs, and everything else. It's it's like a paradigm shift. Like the stuff that you could do before, right, doesn't apply to the future because there's gonna be a new way of doing it that didn't exist before. Right, right. Like the perfect transition from like Web one to Web two is content creation. Right, right. Everybody wants to be an influencer nowadays. There's like UGC content and all that stuff. Like Web one that didn't exist. The best thing you get like is like a blog. Someone finds a blog, right? And then you comment in the fucking forums. That's the best thing. Web two embedded like content creation, right? You can work as an influencer. You can make UGC, like you can build a social media following, right? Web three is like the next iteration of that, right? Where it could be you tokenizing your following and monetizing it in a different way besides just selling ad space. Yeah, yeah. So there's like different ways to spin it. Tokenization's one, like fucking NFT art, right? That was never a thing, digital art, right? That's like verifiable one-to-ones, part of 10K collection, things like that. DeFi, swapping asset to asset, cross-boarded stuff. Just crazy shit, man, that never existed before. And then that, that paradigm is going to shift in the future. Closing thoughts, man. Give me your closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Overall, I think it's a net positive. 
in it so far with the evolution that's gone from 60s all the way till now uh-huh. definitely net positive our life pretty much is uh encompassed by the internet you either work using the internet you do your shopping on the internet you you, you, you even find love on the internet so yeah this is this is the future and i don't, I don't foresee this changing anytime soon if anything, it'll, it'll change where we're going to be more deeply involved. Uh-huh. And that's my closing thoughts. It's a net positive. How about you? I think so, too. Like, I'm not a pessimist, man. I'm optimist. But at the same time, I'm really pragmatic about it, right? Tech grows, and it helps us. It makes our life better, right? Yeah. But it also can be used for bad, and there are other parties and law moving pieces involved. It's just as it grows with the internet and everything else, it's just um, if you want to contribute to the development of like like a utopia. There's no such thing as a utopia, but we want to move towards that in a technological sense. We should be more aware of everything that's happening in the background. Just basic information. You don't need to be a fucking expert at this shit, right? So uh-huh. when the time comes, you need to vote against laws or certain like politicians or something that support an agenda or something, right? At least you know. Like, yeah. hey, I care about privacy and this person's against privacy, right? Like, maybe I shouldn't vote for them. Or, hey, there's this law that promotes, like, Web3 cryptocurrency and all that, right? But all these politicians are shitting on it. Maybe I should support it because I care about it, right? Mm-hmm. This is things like that. Okay, cool. All right, that's our closing. And uh, I'd like to say thanks for listening into our podcast. Yep. See you on the next class, students. Peace. Later. Listen, man.